don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. We all love a good story of a haunted object. There's just something extra scary about an inanimate item having some type of spirit attached to it. In the past, we've heard about haunted dolls, a chair, and even a set of bunk beds. Stephen King wrote the book Christine about a haunted car. That book and subsequent movie was inspired by a police cruiser that was supposedly cursed. There's also the very popular story about James Dean's cursed car, Little Bastard. In this episode, you will learn about the Jameson's haunted car. Most people are happy to get a new car, but not a minister and his wife who lived in Mississippi. They wished that they did not have one. They wanted very badly to get rid of it, as a matter of fact. They would have even settled to have their old car back. It was not that the car didn't run perfectly, because it did, but they didn't even want to ride in it because of something very strange that happened when they were in this car. Bill Jameson and his wife were afraid. It was a brand new shiny gold color four-door sedan, a gift from the church that Reverend Jameson had served for the past three years. The Reverend's previous car had several mechanical issues. The last straw, though, was when the car broke down and left him stranded halfway to a wedding that he was supposed to perform one Sunday. His congregation's natural generosity got the better of them and they decided to give Mr. Jameson a new car. Initially, the car was a blessing. His wife Charlene could sit in it without springs jabbing her in the back. The children could roll down the windows without the young minister having to get out and guide the glass back up with his hand if it started to rain. And the Jamesons began to feel for the first time that having a car was not a series of problems. All went well for the first two weeks. It was on a Sunday night that Bill and Charlene Jameson decided that they would drive to Memphis and see some friends. The couple were late leaving since Bill had attended a meeting at the church first and both were tired. The Jamesons were driving along from Tupelo to Memphis when suddenly a woman's voice spoke up from the back seat. I hope you don't mind me riding with you, she said. And the minister and his wife turned around to find an old lady leaning forward with an anxious expression on her face. Deciding that she must have gotten into the car when they stopped for gas before leaving Tupelo, Miss Jameson assured her that they were glad to have her. Where can we take you? asked Jameson. You both are very kind, replied the old lady. I've been sick for several weeks and I'm trying to get to the home of my daughter who lives in Memphis. Well, that's no problem at all for us, said Charlene Jameson. That's where we happen to be going tonight. You just tell us where we can drop you off. 
The little old lady seemed pathetically appreciative as she gave them the street address of her daughter's home in Memphis. After that, their passenger did not seem particularly inclined to talk, and finding herself more tired than she realized, Charlene Jameson fell asleep. Her husband was caught up on his own thoughts on the road, so he didn't really try to make conversation. They drove for some time in silence, and it was not until they stopped at a light on the outskirts of Memphis that Charlene woke up. Feeling that she'd ignored the old lady, she turned around to speak to her, but to her amazement, the back seat was empty. Could she have fallen out of the car without them knowing it? The young couple were shocked and they were frightened. Something dreadful must have happened to their passenger. They could not imagine how she had left the car without them knowing it. Bill Jameson turned around and drove a number of miles along the road, slowing at country crossroads where he had stopped or paused for caution lights, and the pair strained their eyes looking through the darkness, expecting to see the body of the old lady lying beside the road. But they saw no sign of her. Become discouraged, they decided that the only thing to do was to turn back to Memphis and find the home of the old lady's daughter. They located the street and the house number that she had given them and rang the bell. An attractive young housewife in her early 30s opened the door. The Jamesons began to tell about finding her mother on the back seat of the car and their distress over her disappearance. As they told her about the old ladies asking them to bring her to this address, tears came to the young woman's eyes. My mother has been dead for six months, she said. This is the third time that this has happened, and she's appeared to one couple several times. It was just a few weeks later that the Jamesons decided to visit an auto dealer in Jackson, Mississippi. The salesman was puzzled. Now, which car is it out there that you said was yours? The gold-colored sedan. And that's the one that you want to trade for another car. Yes, replied the minister patiently. Sorry, sir, I wasn't trying to be rude, but it's not often that somebody brings in a car that looks like it's brand new and says that they want to trade it. Have you been having motor trouble? No, the motor's in good condition. I just want to trade cars. There's a car over there, and he pointed to a brand new gold-colored sedan. Yes, sir, but that's the same model that you're driving. I know that. Do you mind telling me how much I can trade for? The young salesman went out and looked at the mileage on the minister's car, and he did some figuring in his office. I'm sorry, but it's going to come to $750. You know, your car does have some mileage on it, and we can't sell it for new. I understand that. We can finance the difference. The salesman figured out what the monthly payments would be for the minister and his wife, and they signed the necessary papers. After they were through, he said, If you don't mind, sir, I sure would like to know why you wanted to trade that car. Mind? No, not a bit. That car's haunted, and I don't ever want to see it again. With that, Bill and Charlene Jamison drove off in the car that they just purchased, leaving the salesman staring at them. He gazed over at the car that they had left behind. Was that his imagination, or had someone gotten in the car? It looked almost like the profile of a little old lady sitting on the back seat. He shook his head in disbelief and walked a little closer, but when he could see into the rear side window a little better, there was no one in there at all. 
He did a quick look around to make sure that none of the other salesmen noticed his odd behavior. He thought to himself, we better sell that car before we're all crazy around here. And he then walked towards a couple who had just come into the sales room. So I 